the pod again. Back in the booth. We should call the John this the space booth. pod. The space pod. This is the escape. Oh, that's a good idea. The escape pod. Yeah. This is the escape pod from the space attic. Now I'm the one with the weird light hanging over them. Yeah. And don't worry, it'll go off. And then come back on. And then both lights will be off in here. It'll be spooky. Yeah. Like we're really escaping. Yeah. From the Cylons. Power, power uh, outages in the escape pod. Yes. Yeah. So this is episode 11 I know. of Nerd Novice. I'm Jim. I'm Megan. All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Um, I woke up today with No Scrubs in My Head. It's a TLC song. Do you know that? It's from like the 90s. Mm, sure. Yeah. Oh, I love that tune. Jim. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to show you. I would okay. sing it, but I don't know if that's copyright infringement. Go ahead. No, I don't want to sing it. Um, okay. no. All right. I haven't had enough coffee. But it's it's a good one. So you had a song stuck in your head. Yeah, it's just it was a good story until I realized you didn't know the song. So never mind. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I feel like like usual. Jim ruins the show again. Uh, (sighs) Need to amp up your '90s pop knowledge. Yes, and if by amp up you mean have any (laughs) whatsoever, then absolutely. Yes. Yep. Um. So. So we were going to talk about pop tarts. Oh yeah, you got ripped off got, this morning. Yeah, I was so sad. Yeah. I was totally like, I want a pop tart because I'm hungry, and um, I had only just a banana this morning and coffee, and I'm gonna get the jitters. So I'm gonna get a lot of sugar, and that'll help me. Um, so I went to the vending machine, changed and dollar bill in hand, and I looked on the um, premium aisle, which is the bottom row, right? Right. You said that earlier. Yes. Um. And there were only like donuts and like extra glazy. Uh, I like donuts, but I don't like when they're like drippy glaze. Like it's better. It's better when it's like that harder glaze. Mm-hmm. They're like Krispy Kreme glaze, but right the ones that are like vending machine brand and it's like oozy glaze. It's basically just a ball of chemicals. Really, it's gross. Yeah, yeah. I don't it need that. Does, not that it stops me from eating them, but. Yeah, I like I the chocolate frosted ones, but I don't like the glazy ones. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go upstairs to the cafe, and the lady was really nice, and there were cookies, which I love their cookies, but I always get the oatmeal ones. They only had chocolate chip, mm. but that's what I got, and it was good because it was still warm. So let me ask you this. What's your Pop-Tart flavor? Brown sugar cinnamon. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Bump Just it. bump. Bump it. Or chocolate chip ones are good, too. That's like my secondary. Because mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of frosting, which I like. Huh, they have like okay. the frosting on the inside. Right. So it's like right. gooey and warm. Well, it's not warm because we don't toast them. That's right. We yeah. we do not toast. We here at Nerd Novice do not toast our Pop-Tarts. Yes, we have a, a hard philosophical stance on no Pop-Tart toasting. It's not okay. Because it just turns into like, what? Like nothing. It's not. It's not even remotely as good. No, it's not. Do you, you ever do you ever buy the boxes for home, or do you just are those just a vending machine food for you? They are a vending machine slash gas station shame food. For right. Me. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree. Um, when I was little, my mom before we knew about uh like glycemic index. Of right. <laughs> before I knew about my diabetes. <laughs> um. <laughs> We used to get them at home occasionally, mm-hmm. and I still remember how they they come in 
they come in the vacuum seal in the box, but there's still two in the vacuum seal. So you have to like, if you want, when you're a kid, you don't eat both because it's too much. So you have the one and then you have to like put it in wax, in a like saran wrap or something because hmm. you don't want it to go stale. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to have to yeah. do. Hmm. Yeah, Pop tarts. Okay. Back then, I think my flavor might have been blueberry, which is weird. I don't think I've had those ones. They're not that, usually in the vending machine. Yeah. Usually it's strawberry. That's kind of an out... Yeah. Strawberry or brown, or brown sugar. sugar cinnamon. Yeah. Blueberry's used, kind of an outlier flavor. Yeah. They used to, at college, when I was in college, the vending machine in the conservatory used to have Pop-Tarts, and they would sell out super fast. But it would be like strawberry, brown sugar, strawberry, brown sugar, and it would alternate mm. them. So, like, you were either really excited or really pissed, because mm-hmm. no one wants... Who wants strawberry? Nobody. Does anybody want strawberry pop tarts? Out They're okay. There? I like. They're them. all right, but like when you have a choice and it's like you win the lottery if you get brown sugar or you're stuck with strawberry. Right. No one wants strawberry, so. Yeah. Plus, it was like a swipey card that was part of your tuition, so it was like free free food. <laughs> the pop the pop tart yeah. line item was just <laughs> off the charts. On your, uh... We would sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing that uh, FAFSA. Yeah. FAFSA yep. in action. The government took care of my Pop-Tarts. Right. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no. it wasn't Obama. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Just a, just a joke, people. Yeah. Not getting just political just a, here. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Yeah, so this, is all, this all reminds me what a terrible parent I am because my son, who is six years old, uh, oftentimes will eat what we have come to refer to in the house as breakfast cookies. Oh. And... They're basically like those breakfast bar things that they're not terrible for you. It's not like they're good for well, you. Like the granola bars? They're not the granola ones, but they have like a filling inside of them a little bit. I don't know. They're sort of an oatmeal-ish kind of thing. Nutrigrain ones? Yeah, Nutrigrain bars. Yeah, those yeah. aren't that bad. No. Those are like okay. healthy to a kid. It's like, it's got oats on it. Right. It's healthy. Right. Yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. Does he have milk with it? Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's a glass of milk. Good. If he gets up on time, then he can have a bowl of cereal. Yeah. But usually he's kind of a slacker in the morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's not a morning person. That's funny. Yeah. I remember that. Well, I I wasn't I was fine until I was in like high school. And mm-hmm. then we had to get to school earlier than we did when we were it was like an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. So I would sleep and then all of a sudden it'd be like, Megan, oh my god, are you awake? What are you doing? And then it would be like ten minutes. Oh, Run. Yeah. Yeah. I had a paper route, so I never slept in. You had a, in high school? Really? Yeah. Oh, that is hardcore. Yeah. Well, what during, time did you have to get up? Well, during the week, it uh, the thing is, is during the week, it was an afternoon paper. So it wasn't like I had to get up at six in the morning oh. to deliver the paper on a school day. But it, but I had to on weekends. Yeah. So that kind of trained me to just never sleep in. You know, oh, wow. Yeah. So if it's like your day off, how late do you sleep? Uh, seven at the latest. <gasps> That's blasphemy. Yeah. I have a dog now, so I can't sleep in too late, but right. I sleep in till like 10 if I can. Mm-hmm. It's all about the bladder, really. It's all, well, it's, it's all either about, the animal's bladder well, get or up, your own bladder. No, I get up for her at seven or seven thirty, and then I go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. It's like doubly sleepy. Yeah. Good old Petunia. Oh, yeah. The show mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see her Millennium Falcon? That was actually my shirt. Um, we put it on her to see what it would look like. And mm-hmm. she didn't take it off. 
So she That's was good. hanging out with a Star Wars shirt on. Maybe she should be on an episode when we talk about Star Wars someday. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we should probably talk about now? What? Battlestar Galactica. Probably. Yeah, we yeah, should. I guess um, so. Yeah. All I can think of, first of all, when I... Do you ever watch The Office? Mm-hmm. Did you ever, did, I used when to. When he's like, Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Did I you never the, saw that. Where no. Jim like was dressed as Dwight. Okay. Jim walked in the office dressed up as Dwight, and it was really hilarious. And then it was like a cold open, one of the cold mm. opens. And um, he was just like acting like him, exaggerating, acting like him. And he was like talking about the only things he cared about, which was Bears Beats and Battlestar Galactica. It was funny. Cool. That's one of those shows where I recognize how good it is and the performers are great and everything. But it makes me so uncomfortable I can't watch it. Oh, yeah, Michael Scott. Yeah, there are a few episodes where I have to be like, okie dokie, that's enough of that. Because right. yeah. <laughs> he's so embarrassing. I can't watch the British version because he is way worse. Ricky mm-hmm. Gervais is like way more embarrassing than Michael Scott yeah. than Steve Carell is. Steve Carell is like funny, cute, embarrassing. Ricky Gervais is like horrifying and mm-hmm. embarrassing. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't watch you do this to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I mean, it's it's a sign of brilliant acting, right? Yeah. Where to where you you feel you you feel sorry, you so feel sorry for the yeah. character. Yeah. That you're like, I can't even watch you <laughs> pretend to have this happen. Tumble into this pit of despair. Yeah. Uh, but no, The Office. There are a few episodes where he is just like ridiculously embarrassing, and I don't really watch those. But the other ones are good, mm-hmm. and I watch. I have them on DVD most of them. Well, I stopped watching after season five. Okay. That's just me. That's when Steve Carell left the show? No, he was on six, but okay. I, it wasn't as good. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Anyway, um, Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. The new one. The yes. reboot. Oh, man. <clears throat> Let me just say I stayed up till 2 a.m. watching it because I'm a slacker. Um, and I waited until I got home from work yesterday to watch the show, which mm-hmm. is becoming routine, but that's okay. That's who I am. It's fine. That's all right. <laughs> um, it was so good. I I was like, okay, I'm going to watch all the first one and like an hour of the second one and then wake up and watch the next half hour. But I couldn't because I had to finish watching it because it was so right. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I stayed up all night watching it. Um, I don't even know like where to start. I don't know. Very beginning. Maybe. Let's start at the very beginning. Yes. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, okay. Well, let me just point out the obvious here, which is like something that I meant to mention the last time. There's a lot more female characters on this show, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, they they turned the some of the people that didn't it didn't really matter if they were male or female. Mm-hmm. They turned them into women like uh Boomer and Starbuck. Right. Which is cool. Uh cuz on the other one it was like there was only Jane Seymour. Right. Oh, and Athena. Right. Where Athena's not in this. Mm. Does she come in? I just realized that. There's a thing, but I don't want to. Okay, because like, because I just realized too, like the picture of um, Adama had in his office with his wife and two boys. There was no girl in that picture. Right. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I really liked that. That was cool, and it's kind of like a. Um, is this set in the future? No. Is it set in present time? Cause like they, I know how they have like to come to Earth and everything, but right, I I don't want to answer that. What? I can't I can't answer that. Why? Well, 
because that's that's central to the final payoff of the show. Oh, whatever. Okay. So, um And and also I should add in a weird way, a little bit nebulous. It's supposed to be. As to whether it's the past or the future. Gotcha. Um I was gonna say it's like a nice little society where women and men seem to be pretty equal because there were like female mechanics, yeah. female communications people, calm people, or whatever, female president. Yeah, yeah, mechanics. So, I think did I you said say that. Mecha- okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. It's like they're just kind of mixed. Right. Everybody's yeah. in there doing the jobs that they need to do. I never really thought about that, to be honest. Yeah. I guess it's pretty it's pretty like that's it's not really yeah. mentioned, which is like right, it just exactly is. ideal. Yeah. Right. So yeah. um which I like. Yeah. Um okay, so because a lot of times in science fiction it's not like that. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. No, that's super cool. Um so Starbuck, we can talk about that for a minute. Um yeah. she's really feisty. She mm-hmm. kind of is uh like a more intense version of um um Dirk Benedict. Yeah, uh Yar, Tasha Yar. Oh, Tasha Yar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um cuz she's all like ready to fight. Mhm. And she's got short blonde hair. Um so yeah, she's she's cool. So um she and Zach were a thing. Right. And then he died. So yep. now she's like with Zach's not with him but you know like bonded with the Zach's brother Apollo. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if anything's going to happen with them, but at this point they're just, you know, like oh we both lost somebody we care about. Right. Um. So yeah, that she's she's cool. She's like the one of the best f- fighter pilots, or not fighter because they're like not in war until halfway through the first episode. But she's one of the best flyers that they have. Right. Um. Cool. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny how they were like going through the ceremony of turning the ship into a museum and it was going to be like decommissioned and mm-hmm. everyone's all like, well, things are pretty boring around here. You know, right. we're just going to yeah. kind of do this. One thing that, um, Commander Adama was, was, um, do, talking, well, I mean, when he was talking on his speech about the Cylon war being over, mm-hmm. is, is that in the other version too, that they already had one war and now they're like, they're about to be into their second war with the Cylons. Is that in yes. the other? Yeah, and in, in the first one, there was a period of war for a long time, and they had they had finally gotten to a point where they were doing peace negotiations. And then it was like calm for many years, right. for a few decades, and then they... well, in, in the original, actually, I'm not sure how long it had been peaceful. Okay. I don't I don't recall that. It kind of um, seemed like they were um in the original one it was like they were finally declaring that it was peaceful times because the the right. president was like no I'm making this like official we're not at war. Right. Yeah, I think in the I think in the Maybe in the original new. it's it's much newer, newer yeah. than it's intended to than compared to the reboot. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean I feel like one of the things they did in the reboot, which was like totally an obvious move that they should have done in the original, 
was that the Cylons were created by man. They should have done that in the original. That's way more powerful than just like some random reptilian species Mm -hmm. creating them. It's obviously more of a statement when it's created by man. So I like that they did that. I mean, it was kind of an obvious choice. Yeah. So that was good. Um, They're way creepier in this one with the... They look like um, like the clone droids in Star Wars. Yeah, they're way, way more menacing. Yeah. And in the, uh, in the beginning of, of the first episode, they have like a throwback in the museum area of the ship or whatever. Yeah, they, they show have displays, like yeah. one of the original Centurions. Yeah. And I think for some people who have seen the original, that's potentially confusing because... It looks like one of the original Centurions, but this this is not like it's a callback to the original series, but this is a reboot. Yeah, this is they, not a they did their own version of it. Yeah, something. So right, yeah, because I could see how that could be a little confusing because when they started, um, it was like the Cylon War is over, and half of me, I mean, I knew the characters were the same people, so it couldn't be possible, but. It was like, oh, maybe this is like picking up from where the other one left off or something like that. But um, no, it's it's yeah, it's definitely its own version of right. it. And yeah. They take different paths that that the other one doesn't, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty pretty crazy. That part where um, <clears throat> uh, the one like military dude whose job it is to sit in the like no man's land station. And wait for them if they ever want to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they never come for like 40 years or right. whatever. And he doesn't. Like he was probably trained how to act. But he doesn't probably remember. Because for his whole life, his job has just been to show up and sit at a desk and read the paper. And no one ever shows up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they show up the one day. And yeah. it's like, din and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do again in this scenario? And then I die. Right. He was, he died first though. Yep. He was the first one to go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was cool. Um. Obviously, it's super awesome that there are Cylons who look like people. Mm-hmm. Way super awesome because that's like the whole time you're like, who's gonna be a Cylon? That's right. I know it's gonna be someone I care about, and it is someone that was cool. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so. So, I don't know, like, just, like, random comments on characters. Um, the XO, mm-hmm. I don't know his name. Colonel Ty. Okay, yeah. He kind of looks like John McCain a little bit. He does. <laughs> yeah. I was like, John Drunken McCain. John McCain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is that actor? I know I know him from some other I stuff. I don't know his name. Yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, he's so good, though. Yeah. He's very good. Um, Yeah, so... um. He looked like John McCain, and I was like, yeah, you kind of look like him. Plus, with uh, a little bit of a George Bush thrown in there, like George, the second one, George Bush. Anyway, um, Hilo is a mm. new character for this updated version, or is he? He's the, new. Yeah. yeah. He also is an actor that was in Dollhouse, the John oh, okay. Sweden series. He was in Dollhouse. And actually, there were a few things in this where Dollhouse kind of I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of Dollhouse. Mm. But it should have been the other way around because I saw Dollhouse before Battlestar. Right. But, right. but yeah, it was like, um, we create this thing that kind of um, bites us in the butt later or whatever. And mm-hmm. now it's like survivalist. 
kind of like who's gonna live through the apocalypse um so yeah he was in dollhouse um and he was cool i hope he comes back Mm -hmm. because he was just last we saw they left him on um caprica right so who knows what happened to him who knows um you'll know eventually yeah yeah exciting so maybe he does come back he's cool um oh also yeah that was just like it was like I wanted to be like, no, don't do it. When he gave up his seat for Gaius Balter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look back later and you think about the other bad things that are on that ship. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you gave up your seat for two crappy people. Uh! Yep. Or maybe more even. Um, yeah, that was just real crappy. Someone should have told that old lady too. Hey, lady, you're really old. You don't need to come back on this <laughs> ship. <laughs> you just stay here and live out your days. <laughs> Let the record show that on episode 11 of Nerd Novice, <laughs> Megan Paletti reveals her anti-geriatric she was like, agenda. She should have stepped up and been like, hey, I'm old. Yeah. Let a young person have my seat. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, she can't have a baby at this point. What's good as she to the survival of man <laughs> come on God. if i was her i would be like this isn't i'm just gonna sit under a tree and die at this point mm-hmm. that's stupid yeah and and uh you know i was actually thinking when she she gave her ticket to guys and she was like i left my glasses i can't read it what number is this and he was i thought he was gonna be like is this I the bus to denny's yeah <laughs> i thought he was gonna be like it's mine i have 47 and just like ditch her there but he actually didn't so that was yeah. one one redeeming minor not even worthwhile thing that he did mm-hmm. yeah he said oh god jim you were right yeah he's a real piece of work there's that point I mean, I actually, when he, when she asked him to read the ticket, I thought for sure he was going to be like, it's mine, 47, because it was the right number, and he didn't. I actually paused the thing, and I was like, no, don't do it, no, don't, no, <laughs> do. and then I like hit pause again and stared at it through cracked eyelids, mm-hmm. and yeah, Ugh. he's the worst. He's like the epitome of just giving into every temptation possible and not caring about any of his actions affecting yeah. anybody or the entire world, really. Yeah, just he's completely, utterly selfish. Yeah, and he'll manipulate people. He'll do whatever, whatever it takes to make him live. Right, yeah. or even his reputation. Whatever it takes to make it so that he doesn't seem like a jerk. Right, like it's right. like, yeah, he was like, oh, who knows that I did this? Like. Right. He cares about his reputation too, not just like being mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like basic survival instinct. Right. It's more than that. And that's that's a crazy notion because I I know people who who are such jerks because they work so hard at making people think that they're not a jerk. Right. Uh-huh. It's bizarre. It's like just stop. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yeah, he is the worst. I mean, okay, let's let's talk about I want to be a little bit open-minded with him because it's like, you can't, I mean, when it all comes down to it, yes, he betrays and is manipulative and selfish, but let's start from the beginning of his journey, which is, he is, you know, a genius. He's a scientist. He's an inventor or whatever Mm -hmm. he is. He wants to bring back more complicated networking computers that will possibly initiate problems with Cylons. People think far in the future, but it's actually happening sooner than they think. Mm-hmm. And um, Good job, Android users. Yeah. 
<laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm not on either side. I had an Android and then I have an iPhone and I don't know. Oh which yeah, one. totally. Yeah. No, no, I'm iPhones kidding. Are, but anyway, um, no, but um, so it's almost like so he's he's, he's trying to bring back newer technology. He's just a technology advocate, mm-hmm. right? In a time where technology is kind of scary because, um, it used to it, it killed a lot of people already right, so right. we were a little bit afraid of technology mm-hmm. um so in the meantime while he's while he's uh this person genius scientist advocate for technology he's also um let me say in a situation with <laughs> in a, situation. a young blonde woman yes who uh <laughs> who i don't know the extent of their relationship i guess I mean, would he have known that she was trying to manipulate him? What she was basically doing was trying to get certain access codes and mm-hmm. and uh, the ability to reach all of his network programs, right? Which was because she was a Cylon and she wanted to gain access to this like um, highly protected internet, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and uh, right. She's like, hey, bro, what's your what's your password what's your for password? AOL? Yeah, I'll. Uh, so I mean, do you in his eyes, if, uh, in his eyes, me. he's getting laid, and whatever he gives out a couple passwords, right? Yeah, is that so bad? I don't know. Maybe he didn't think ahead, but then when he's when he finds out what she was doing, then he starts becoming like unequivocally just bad and. uh Unequivocally. Is that a word? Unequivocally. Yeah. That is a word. He's just, good job using it. Thank you. He just becomes like, obviously he's a betrayer at that point. But before then, he was just kind of like any dude who saw some certain yeah. things and did whatever they said to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, am I right? Am I right. right? Yeah. Okay. So I spent I spent five minutes saying what a manipulative, selfish jackass he is. He's a man. Yeah, Just he in the beginning, and then he right. becomes worse. Like, cause right. not—I mean, obviously, he's not just a man, cause that's he—he no, he goes beyond that definition. Yeah. But at first, that's what starts the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then he, like, when he realizes what he what he did, it unleashes like way more of a prick than you ever thought there was mm-hmm. hidden underneath there. You know, right? Um, so yeah, he's he's in freaking. And, like, throughout the episode, like, he goes through these, like, different emotions where he's like, I can't believe I did it, and I need to, like, figure out a way to stop this. And then he's like, oh, but I got to protect myself. Oh, but I got to accuse other people so I can protect myself. And then he's like, oh, um, I'm not on anybody's side. Or, like, he goes through all these different... He just can't... It's like all these stages of self-denial. Yeah. Yeah. And I know some people who are like that where they are... They just don't pick a side. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't stand for anything and it's like freaking stop like stand for something you know like I'm not one of those people who is an advocate or into politics or someone who protests stuff or whatever but I will stand up for what I think when I need to stand up for it you know right I'm not going to go parading around the streets telling people what I think about yeah certain issues I mean, you, you have to fight for your right to, to party. party yeah obviously yeah uh but I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I can't pick a side because I'm just, you know, I don't want to pick a side. Right. I'm just going to be neutral. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. freaking bring out the yeah the tanks and have the an artillery. opinion and stand up for it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yes. So he he's um he's a slimy, disgusting. I want to say so many things that I can't say right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the definition of the worst worst possible person that there ever could be. Yeah, yeah. Because you know that like with his with his behavior he could become a mass murderer he could become you know a dictator he could all of those types of horrible personalities all stem down to the type of person that he is really you think that yeah hmm okay yeah very interesting we'll see we'll see i guess he probably will then by your face i could i don't know I could be throwing you off the off the trail. I don't know. You look genuinely like you're holding in some info. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um that's I mean that's what that is though. It's like the beginnings of a lot of bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cuz all those people did it because they thought they were doing what was right for them. Right. So. That's right. He's like Hitler. Mhm. Um okay, so enough about bad mean people um gaius actually is the name of um one of the characters in merlin and he's a nice old man so i'm sad that they use that name Mm. anyway um so oops wrong page oh lower decks i just looked at my notes from star trek um okay okay well yeah um a couple of other random points I really love the the camera work, quote unquote, because it's not you know like in the um, CGI scenes, mm-hmm. it looks really cool. Like yeah. when they're when they're in like little quick battle scenarios, the camera's like all shaky and like zooms in and gets all crazy. That is so cool. Yeah, it's like totally documentary style. Yeah, that is way. And that actually, I was gonna say, this show makes me feel like I'm watching some sort of Diary of the Apocalypse. Like it's totally. I didn't even. I should have thought of the word documentary. That's what it feels like when you watch it. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're watching just the story of the apocalypse and it is informational. It's like a journal when you watch it. Um, Cause it goes from character to character, different people. And like, it's like, Oh, during this time, this person's doing that and that other person's doing that and whatever. But it's not like, it's not like drama at all. It doesn't feel like drama. It feels like a diary, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead? Yes. Is that show? I've never seen it. Okay. And I I don't know if I can because this show was almost like too intense. Any mm-hmm. sort of any sort of like survivor, suspenseful, apocalyptic, mm-hmm. like now the true taste of humanity is shown. Right. That thing, like, that freaks me out. And that's why I stopped watching Battlestar Galactica originally. Really? hmm I gave up on it after, like, two seasons. Yeah, I mean, man, I could see it being too much for me. Excuse me. Because I'm sitting there watching it like, oh, my God, I can't even, like, people are like this? Ugh. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't think I could ever watch Walking Dead, but we'll see. Yeah. Are people like like it's like whatever you have to do to survive kind of thing, and that's yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm really glad that you brought it up, and specifically with Walking Dead, because 
Battlestar and, and Walking Dead are the two shows that I think are some of the best TV shows maybe oh. ever created. Oh, I didn't know you were a Walking Dead fan. And well, but I can't watch them. Oh. I well specifically watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Um I watched like two seasons of Walking Dead and I was like, no, this is just too much. Is I it don't, the gore or is it's it not just, the gore. I don't yeah. care about the yeah. gore, but it's people doing horrible things. Yeah, I know, I know, man. Fist bump again, man. Bump I can't it. watch that. Every time I see that, I'm like, I just wanna hug people. Like Yeah. And then you start be- then you start thinking about yourself and you're like, what would I do in that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, would I be that horrible? Yeah. I can't guarantee that I would be not that horrible. Like, my God, I don't want to feel that way about yeah. myself. Like, ah, and then everything's just... Yeah, totally. And I think for me, it's like, I think of, when I think about that situation, like, what if I were placed in that? I just kind of think, like, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. I don't I'd know. I'd probably just kill, yourself? kill myself. Yeah. I know. I was thinking the same, like, when is somebody going to kill themselves? I'm sure it'll happen. But mm-hmm. I was, like, waiting for that to happen. I'm surprised yeah. it didn't happen in the first two episodes. Yeah. So with with Walking Dead to get back to to what you were saying with Walking Dead, I stopped watching it for that very reason after two seasons and have not gone back to it yeah. and don't really plan to. I don't really it's plan. It's just not for me. Yeah. It takes itself way too seriously. And I'm it's not, just yeah. like from the buzz that I hear people, you know, I have lots of friends who watch it and I, I just ask them, like, so what's going on with the show? Right, you want to know And they tell happening. me about it, and yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, I'm justified in my decision to not watch this because it's just getting worse and worse for them. With Battlestar, I stopped watching. Again, I think about after two seasons originally, and then enough people kind of convinced me to, like, dude, really, like, just start watching it again. Yeah. And I did – and I still had that same sort of sentiment about Battlestar a little bit, but it was it redeemed itself. The characters redeemed themselves enough for me to go, okay, yeah. But I that is an issue that I have with with the show overall, and uh, I do feel that Battlestar takes itself too seriously Mm -hmm. and just for me personally i can't speak to anybody else but just for me personally the way that rubs me i don't really love i know i'm i'm not the type of person who needs to watch a show that's all sunshine and rainbows i mean right it can be like buffy was sort of one of those examples Mm -hmm. it's intense and there are parts where you're like you know uncomfortable there's parts whatever all all of that's there but it's not so much that you feel like people are in in a scenario that they can't get out of, like mm-hmm. the apocalypse where there's only 50,000 survivors. They can't get out of it. They're always being hunted. And so their like animalistic instincts kick in and they become more they become unhuman <laughs> or maybe more human, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like one thing that separates us from the animal kingdom is our ability to relax and calm down and, uh, you know, things through things clearly and not rely on just urges, you know? And, um, that's like scary to think. That's scary to think of that. And it's, it's, I think it's scary because it's, you think it's going to happen one day. It's, it's almost like realistic. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, obviously, this got the elements of like zombies and and robotic demons, but yeah. Well, I mean, but the 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 thing is, is there there are a lot of real real world possibilities that would that end could up create like create that yeah. type of scenario. Uh huh. I mean, we're probably not going to have zombies, but yeah, there are a lot of things that could potentially take place to kind of cause. Yeah, the collapse of government and society, and I mean, so I kind of get freaked out sometimes by the way people in our country behave about certain political issues. I mean, think about now we're getting into into like serious talk, but like, I mean, there's a lot of shootings going on. There's a lot of stuff like that where it's almost like crowd mentality takes over. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's freaky. That's freaking scary, right? There's what happens is people get fired up about whatever mm-hmm. and it's good to get fired up, but it's how you it's what you do with that and it's how you get fired up. Yeah. That makes all the difference in the world. Are you getting fired up angry? Are you getting fired up proactive? Are you getting fired up, you know, uh like you want to discuss the the points to your issues? Like what what are you getting fired up about? And if a lot of people that I have in my Facebook feed <laughs> get get fired up angry about stuff and right. that's not good. Yeah, it's like get get fired up and then have have that lead to civil discourse yeah. about whatever thing is is bothering you. Yeah. As opposed to get fired up and Kill zombies, Insult. start throwing people out yeah. of airlocks yeah. Yeah. on your spaceship, yeah. whatever things. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you talking about the XO when he did that? About when he sealed off that one area of the ship because of the fire? No. Oh. No. Wait, there's a... But there's... A, you'll, I might have missed it. No, no. It, it oh, wasn't okay. even in this episode. Okay. But um, yeah, no, that part... They start doing real real jerk bag things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like the part on... Uh, Oh my god. The one episode was that what was that was that Firefly? When they were in the black hole? What no, that wasn't Firefly. Oh my god, what what show was that? Are you having a stroke? No. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like picturing it in my head and I can't describe it. It was like a show Oh, that was Doctor Who. Where they um they find they like the TARDIS lands on a ship that is like nearing the edge of a black hole and oh, it's yeah. somehow hanging on. Do you remember that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then the one um like the one guy becomes the the container for the demon energy or something, mm-hmm. and he like throws that one girl out of the airlock. Right. And um yeah, I just that's what I thought of. Okay. Because you said the airlock, and yep. I was like, oh yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Doctor Who. Thank you very much. Mm, Doctor yeah. Who. I um, went to my friend's bachelorette party this past weekend in um, and bridal showers all like in one day and um, it was in Cincinnati and we went to a gay bar for a second except we had to leave because there was drama and um, not but it was stupid I'm like the least drama person ever and my friend that I went to I've been friends with her for 15 years now and um, when we got there though when we were standing outside about to go in I saw this amazing guy who was like hanging out with his partner or something, two gay guys hanging out outside and 
the one guy had a Dalek shirt on. And I was like, ah, and I told him about our podcast. Awesome. <laughs> I like totally plugged our <laughs> podcast at the game bar. I was like, you have to listen to Nerd Novice. It's all about nerdy stuff. Daleks. I was a little bit inebriated. I was like, exterminate. <laughs> outside and he was just like you're yeah okay he was into it but i was a little too excited for him i think (laughs) it was awesome he had a sweet shirt it was like it was it almost looked like a 1940s war poster like propaganda poster yeah but it was daleks and it said exterminate on it it was pretty sweet that's great i know i want well we welcome the lgbt community we do I didn't. That's I mean, great. I I was totally. I hope into you this checked it out. That's I know. so awesome. I was like, check out Nerd Novice. Ah, do go on Twitter now. I do a show. It's <laughs> called Nerd Novice. It's really good. <laughs> I think he just was like, okay, lady. <laughs> but I it was love funny. It. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so that was fun. That was my nerdy encounter of the weekend. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's it. I don't really like shows that take themselves too seriously. I'm kind of one of those people that that's why I love certain shows. Like I keep mentioning, I'm going to forever mention Buffy, but that's why I love Buffy Mm -hmm. because it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Like it's, it takes itself seriously enough. And there's parts where it's like funny and pokes fun at stuff in the show. You know, it's, it's great that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great about it. it. It was genuine peril for the characters but yet it was always in the context of like witty banter right, and like, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I, I started watching. I started trying to watch some shows on Netflix that people have always been telling me to watch um, like Mad Men and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, Oh, Mad Men. I love the sixties wardrobes and I love the decor. I'm totally going to get into the show. Cause I'm just going to love to look at everything. I watched maybe two episodes of it. Mm-hmm. It takes itself so. See, I was like, God, this is so boring. What the yeah. heck? I don't care about people's lives when they're not like abnormal. If mm-hmm. it's a normal life, with all these shows that want- are so popular, yeah. it's like parenthood. Same must, thing. People must want to be sad. I know. It's like parenthood. I watched for a little bit longer than that. I'm sorry, people, but that show wow. is boring. It's like just watching people live. Mm-hmm. Normal people right. live. Yeah. And they're a little bit quirky, but not enough. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. I can't. It's got to have aliens or something in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ray guns. Yeah. God. Ray, ray or guns. Or like karate swords. scenes or something. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah, I don't, I don't I'm worried now. So, wait. We were, I remember when we were like planning out what we were going to talk about um, for the show that one time we went to Melt and had beer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you said something about. How you, did you say you didn't like Battlestar Galactica as much? What were you talking about that one time? Well, what I was saying then was was what I said now is is it's I recognize for what a I recognize it for what a great show it is, and in one respect I do love it, but I don't love it. Yeah, because it is so serious. I could okay. See you saying that and me watching the first two episodes. I think that I'm probably going to feel the same way, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um. Yeah, it just, it's good. It's really well made. It's one of those, like, it's science fiction, but it doesn't seem like it, you know, because it's so good. I mean, like, right. it's not, like, typical science fiction, really, I don't think, but mm-hmm. it's so good. But, um, yeah, I could just see it starting to get, like, when all those people on Caprica were trying to get on the plane and they had to, like, hold the guns out at them. And it was just like, oh, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. I hear you. So, yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, we, I don't know if I want to put you through the ringer with four more weeks of this. No, it, I mean. It's hard. It's okay. Just don't give me like four hours of everything to watch every week. Okay. Um, There's a few more things I want to talk about. Um, yeah. Like plot, plot wise and character wise, but um, the, uh, the new president mm-hmm. is awesome. She's the best. I love Dude, her. Dude, like I love, I love her character because it's like, first of all, you find out, you, you see her in a doctor's office and you have no clue who she is. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. who's this random lady who just got diagnosed with cancer? I don't know, but that's sad okay moving on you know like it's kind of like whatever um so she's dying uh already which i feel like maybe it contributes to her strong uh her strong convictions because she's like all right uh my life doesn't really matter right now because i'm dying anyway so i need to make sure that everything's cool like Mm -hmm. with everybody else and she's got such strength and uh conviction of what she thinks is the right thing to do and everyone's kind of like okay you were 43rd in line to be president you're like the secretary of education what do you know you know but she knows a lot right somehow she's she's like perfectly capable of doing this job yeah 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 she's super intelligent she's got it together she's like calm she she doesn't ever freak out you know she's she's got the decision making skills that are necessary Mm mm-hmm I don't know. That's that's pretty lucky. That's just good. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters in the series for really? sure. Oh yeah. I'm glad. I hope she made Tades a good uh like she has a big part in the show, I mm-hmm. hope. Cuz she's really awesome. And I like how, you know, she's not afraid of the big military dudes who has been who have been doing this for 30 years and, you know, whatever. She's not afraid of them. She kind of welcomes their uh she welcomes their input, but she's not afraid yeah. to like go against what they're right. saying. Yeah. Um and then it turns out like what she was saying to Adama about um we need to run, the war is over, we lost, we can't fight, we're not gonna win, you know. And he's like, No, I'm a man military dude and we're fighting because we don't run and then he kind of comes to that conclusion himself when he realizes there's like a whole freaking fleet of silence waiting for them at the point where they were about to go. Yeah. And he's like, okay, maybe we do need to run. And that I think was enough for him to sort of be like, I should probably trust her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they, they make for, for a really good pairing because they both kind of play off of each other's yeah. strengths and weaknesses and they learn from one another and they, they learn to work together and compromise. Hillary Clinton for president. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there needs to be a balance. Yeah, I'm. I'm obviously gender issues are very important to me, and I feel like I'm always seeing them everywhere. But I think balancing that is super important. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have, I mean, you have the best of both worlds. Then you know, because the thing about like. The thing about gender equality is that genders are not equal. They're they're different. I mean, they are. Well, I think I by think, character they yeah, are. Yeah. So I think so, that's an important. Oh. <laughs> that's an important thing. Yeah. The escape. I told really you. I told you both of the lights will go off in the escape oh, pod. We're eventually. really out of power. Our wireless has been cut yeah. off. Life Hello. support. <gasps> escape pod to Galactica. <laughs> we're running out of power. The silos are coming after us. Center out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. 
women, women and men, <laughs> women and men are equal. They're equal, but they they're are different. Not the same. We are different. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think that that's really cool that you could sort of see what happens when there's one of each leading, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. She's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. When they were all like, at the end of the second episode, it was like the day was over and they were all getting ready for bed. I was like, shoot, man, I would just want to take a shower and like freaking go to bed at that point. Seriously, like, oh yeah. my God, change out of my clothes. Like, God, everything would just be like, okay, <sighs> day's over. <laughs> that was a long day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a few like major plot points that we are now discovering that um, we should discuss really quick. Yes. Um, first of all, similar to the old Battlestar, they are trying to find Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's what they think they should be doing to sort of settle in a new colony. Um, Commander Adama makes a speech about how he knows where it is. And he's like one of the only ones who knows. And he's sort of like, it's a pep talk. It's all kind of false. He doesn't really know where it is. Um is what he's saying. But um, I think uh, people don't even know it exists. Is That's what they're saying. Basically, it's like a f- legend. Right, right. So they are heading in what direction then? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> they're just kind of floating around. Yeah. Just pretending like, oh, we're going that. That's where Earth is. Let's go that way. They're still trying to evade the Cylons. So they have to work to prevent from being discovered again. So their first goal is to somehow be able to be undetected. Right. Yeah. And in fact, the the first episode of of the 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 season itself, season 1 is called 33. Yes. And the significance, I think I'd actually like you to watch that for next week because it helps set up the the series a little bit a little bit more. And one of one of the significance of of 33 is they have to jump uh, in their hyperdrive thing, yeah, the hyper- FTL drives. They have to jump to a new location every 33 minutes. Oh, wow. In order to uh, prevent to detection. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to have to do that forever? No. It's just like a... It's a temporary thing. Yeah. But they're trying... Basically, they're trying to get off... Trying to help help it so... The Cylons kind of get off their trail a mm-hmm. little bit. That oh, speaking of jumping, that was sad when they had to leave all those um, sublight ships behind. Yeah, they were all like, "Go to hell!" Yeah, that was sad. But it's like I don't know what do you. That's see, this is why I can't freaking watch this show. Right, yeah. I can't. It's agonizing. It's so bad because it's like you got to do it, but then bye, see ya. Mm-hmm. Ooh, have a nice death. Right. Yeah. 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 See, the- at least it was like the Cylons were blowing them up, and they were just dying immediately, instead of like um, the Reavers or something on Firefly, where it's like shit, man. I right. mean, shoot, man. Right. Ugh, that would be worse. But yeah. Um, well, is it? I guess it is easier to just to order someone to their death if you know it's going to happen quickly. Versus yeah, they're just not agonizing anything. Yeah. Or, you know, painful. Yeah. Torture. What have you? Yeah. Torture. Oh, Jim, I can't watch this stuff. 
I was watching the reason why I waited so long to watch Battlestar is because I got caught up watching Dexter's Lab, which is now on Netflix. Hmm. Oh my god, that show's amazing. I love that show so much. It's so funny. Did you ever like I mean, you were probably too old for it. Yeah, I never saw it. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, you have to watch it. Well, maybe I'll tell you what. We'll do this. For next time, you can watch your Battlestar stuff. Could I? And I'll watch Dexter's yeah. Lab. And I'll I'll do some yes. Dexter's Lab. Like you don't have to give me specific episodes. There are specific you know. ones though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, there's. A I just few. can't fire it up and watch like three. And you I'm can, good or you whatever. can, you can, but you can. Um, there, there. Each episode is like three mini episodes. It's like one of those half hour, ten minute segment shows. You okay. Know? Um, but there's like a few that are so awesome. Cool. Um, but yeah, you can watch whatever. The Muffin King one is like hilarious, and then there's one where he can only speak. Omelette du fromage, which is cheese omelette in French. And he like <laughs> tries to study French by sleeping with a record playing of French um somebody speaking French so he mm-hmm. can like, you know, learn it in his sleep. Right. But then the record skips and it's skipping over omelette du fromage <laughs> all night long. So the next day all he could say is omelette du fromage and it gets him into all sorts of mayhem. It's funny. That's great. But yeah, I don't know what that one's called. But yeah, you watch Dexter's Lab. Okay. Too. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's so exciting. Cool. Nerd Novice covers Dexter's Lab. Mm-hmm. Our first cartoon. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Lots of cartoons. Dexter's Lab do. was so good. And then after like the second season, they changed the animating style and like all the voices mm. and they kept going and it sucked after that. So, mm. Have you ever seen Futurama? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. My friend had a cat named Leela. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anyway. Um, okay. So plot points. To a couple more things. Boomer, who is a girl, which is great. Yep. He's also, doesn't matter because she's a Cylon. She's a Cylon. <laughs> Fracking toasters. God. Okay, well, let's talk about that human Cylon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what about that? That it's freaking creepy. And so, okay. So far, they said there's 12. He got a note. Commander Adama got like some sort of anonymous telegraph. Right. That said... There are only 12 Cylon models. Right. Which means 12 human forms. 12 human. So 12 people. 12 humanoid Cylons. Yeah. Yeah. But they have a million lifetimes. Or how many lifetimes do they have? Because this is why I was confused. Because the blonde chick, when she was talking to him about how she has 12, she's number six. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure she, I mean, I didn't understand what she was saying. I thought she meant she had 12 lives. And she's on her sixth life. Like, so if she dies six more times, then she's dead. That's what I thought she was saying. But it's like endless. Is it endless? Well, they can be. Because then the one guy in, the, this, in the ship's this... hull or whatever, like when they were, when Commander Adama was going around with that one guy who he somehow knew was a Cylon mm-hmm. or he figured, um, the guy died and then woke up and then he died again. Mm-hmm. But he died, died. But then there were more models of him. You can the the models exist in multiple quantity. So like, this is a spoiler. Okay. But like, number six, the hot chick. Yeah. There are multiple number sixes. Well, they showed that at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yes, they can also. There's also, uh, what they call a resurrection ship. Yeah. So basically, when you die, your consciousness gets reactivated into a new body. 
on the resurrection ship. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess there are there are a finite number of times where you can be resurrected. Okay. But I don't think that there's a limit to how many of you they can create. Okay. So because that would make sense because, okay, I don't know what the guy's name was, but his name is Joe right now in my head. Joe was the quote unquote arms dealer who was was, uh, hiding in the cargo bay or whatever. He was actually a Cylon. Are you sneezing? I was. Oh, bless you. Sorry. Um, He was a Cylon. Um, Commander Adama killed him once. He woke up immediately and almost killed Commander Adama. But then Commander Adama killed him again by beating him over the head a million times. And he was like dead, not moving dead. Right. Um, That's not really a resurrection. What wasn't? That happening. When he woke up? Yeah. Because he he was dying. He died. He was like, you'll find out. And then, hello, I'm awake again. It was like, it seemed well, like he resurrected right away. Yeah. I think it doesn't happen like that, like the rest of the series. Hmm. I'd have to go back and like research that or watch it again because I think that's that's an exception rather than the rule, or an exception to the rule. So generally speaking, generally speaking, what happens with the humanoid Cylons is they can die, but they get resurrected, and they they can die, and they can be resurrected, but they are resurrected on, at a different location, that's what I okay. That's what the girl in the red dress was saying. She was like, "I'll wake up somewhere else." Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I was like, "I'm so confused." But um, because then Joe, arms dealer man, was in the final scene where all those humanoid silence were talking, and mm-hmm. there were like three of him. Right. So you know he's still like he's still out there because there's at least mm-hmm. a few more of him left. Right. So let's qualify who we have as a humanoid silent. Arms dealer dude, mm-hmm. hot chick, the guy that was accused who kept claiming he was human but actually really was, even though Gaius kind of randomly accused him and made it up. Mm-hmm. He ended up being right that that guy was a Cylon. Right. Do you think he just it was just a coincidence? It's sort of, you're led to believe that it was. But, like, he kind of had some good reasons for thinking he was a Cylon because mm-hmm. he was like, why is he even here? What's he doing here? You right. know? So he was kind of shady at first. And then, you know, Gaius was just being his selfish jerk face self mm-hmm. and was like, I'm just going to make it look like he's the one so I can have an excuse for seeing that thing, that, like, camera or whatever it was. Right. That was up in the... Um, so that guy's a Cylon. So we've got arms dealer, hot chick, guy that was like a reporter mm-hmm. um some other reporter guy who was that other guy there was another one so he was um he was wearing like a teal jacket vamp while i google it up okay and then the final one that we find out at the end which was like the big thing which is that boomer is a cylon <sighs> yeah 
And that was so sad because she had that relationship with the guy, the chief guy, the chief mechanic. Oh my God. Not okay. The nicest, I'm not looking. The nicest couple on the show are actually doomed because the chief is dating a Cylon and he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And I hope she doesn't get him to do something really bad. Mm-hmm. It's sad because I liked Boomer. Yep. Yeah. And she's totally like hanging out with Boxy too, the stupid kid. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> can I look now? Yeah, you can look now. It's fine. Um, Did you look? I wasn't able to look closely enough and quickly enough to okay. say for sure. I don't. I don't want to point to pictures and say, "Are you thinking of this person?" Oh or that yeah, person? yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to give. Yeah. A, give um. Uh. So it was. So what I think we have is one, two, three, four, five known humanoids, but we might only have four. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, I think at this point, it's four. Okay. Yeah. Because the one. I'm guy, probably wrong though, but okay. The second guy that I'm thinking of right now kind of looked like the one who was falsely, quote unquote, accused. <laughs> they kind of looked similar. Oh, I can't remember. Whatever. I'm such a novice. It's fine. It's all right. So we have four or yeah. five that we know of. Yeah. Of 12. Oh, yeah. Right. Of 12. Um, I'm going to keep talking. Can I keep talking? Yeah. Okay. Keep talking. Go. Uh, When they... Okay. So the guy... I don't know his name, but the one that was falsely accused that turned out to actually be a Cylon. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in a chair. They gave him like food and rations and water and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, just live in this thing because we don't know what you are. So mm-hmm. we have to like separate you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts like dying because they have that some sort of chemical in the air or something that ruins their breathing mechanism or something like that. Yeah. It's like radiation. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he's dying. So you're like, holy crap, he is a Cylon. Whoa. Then the doors get shot down and the other Cylons come in, mm-hmm. including two of like the robotic ones. Mm-hmm. How do they get on the ship? Were they already there? Like, how do they? I'm confused about the way that they present themselves. I know that they're like, you can't see them if they don't want you to because the one hot chick was talking to guys and no one else could see her. But like, they're all there on the ship, but they don't know where they are. Like, they're like, we don't know where we are in space. We have to find them. Like, why don't they just go to the computer and look at the computer and see the coordinates or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confused about the way they, like, manifest themselves. Because are they able to, like, appear? No. Because the robots were there, so they must have been on the ship the whole time. The, ro- the robots were not there the whole time. None of the other Cylons. Can... Well, the, the Cylons can't just appear somewhere. The number six, yeah. the hot chick. Okay, yeah, I should start calling them by that. Yeah, yeah number six. Um, <clears throat> number six, who will... Okay, number six. She can... She, she can appear to Gaius as... It's basically a hallucination. Yeah. And she puts something the, in his in his brain. Yeah, right? it's like supposedly like a brain chip sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody so, else is just there physically. She's not. <clears throat> everyone else is there physically. Then what about the robots? That's why I'm confused. They burst mm-hmm. down the door. Do you know? Maybe you don't know either. They burst down the door and they were there. They were like shooting. Okay. 
So maybe they must have been there the whole time. You want to tell me, but you can't, or you do you not know? I don't remember. Oh. I, that's I feel really dumb right now. They must have been hiding. I mean, there were only two of them. Maybe they're maybe they were like their job was to just hide on the ship and not do anything and just sort of like wait until they were needed. Something. All right, Doral is the PR guy. PR guy, that was the one that was the uh, f- falsely accused, and then he actually was. Right. And... um, I just got a tweet from my friend Ben that says, so say we all. <laughs> nice. Um, We got a tweet, by the way. Yeah, we do. We've been slacking on that. No, I mean, we got a tweet. We got a tweet. Um, we also have to tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Continue your research. But I was going to say, Robert Regrets. Tweeted. Oh, yeah. He said, we we had a whole episode about the original Galactica and didn't mention the suede jackets once. Well, we just assumed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is he talking to, I don't know. Is he talking about the, the, fighter, the fighter jacket? Yeah, the yeah. Colonial Viper. Uh, the, yeah. The I know. The jackets. uniforms were Those sweet. So sweet. I man. know. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I mean... Yeah. The uniforms in this one are cool too, but All right, that I'm really sorry that that information is not immediately presenting itself. All right, well then let's encourage our audience to talk to us a little I bit. I think I think they just bust onto the ship. I I really don't think I don't know they were they there. Get on there. But okay, um so somebody somebody inform us about this. Tell us how those two Cylon robots got on the ship. Do you know? You should tweet us. At Nerd Novice and let us know what you think about that and or other things. You know, I think the I think the deal is is he's got a like a homing device or something and he sends the coordinates out. Who does? Uh Doral does. Well then so what I don't get why they're not like aware of where they are. The Cylons. How do they not know where the Galactica is? I don't know. Because, like, seriously, can't they just walk over and be Boomer has access. She could just walk in the room and be like, hey, so where are we again? And mm-hmm. say and figure it out and then, then just send them all. I don't know if I have anything else to say other than okay. I scribbled really big in my notebook. Boomer is a Cylon. No. Season one for next week. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, so we're doing one again. This well, wasn't that's one. The, that's the mini series. Okay, so we have four more episodes one. of Battlestar. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna do season one, some episodes from season one yep. next week, um, and we're gonna continue all four seasons throughout the next episodes, except for the first episode of May will be book, book club, club. Yep. Which I'm still reading. Are you reading? Sure, Get as far as on you know. that, Jim. You're gonna have to like listen until your ears bleed. I know. No, it's all right. Don't worry about it. I am I'm worried. Down with it. I am worried. <clears throat> I drive in the car so much; it's like no problem. Okay. Well, today you have to listen to some. Okay. Do it. Okay. What am I watching? Okay, you're gonna watch the episode called Thirty Three, which is the first episode of season one. Mm-hmm. And. I'm going to skip you right to uh, a two-parter at the end of the season 
Cobal's Last Gleaming Parts 1 and 2. C- or K-O-B-A-L. K-O-B-O-L. B-O-L. Last yeah. Gleaming. I actually let everyone know that I actually write these down in a notebook when we talk about yeah. it. We should tweet a picture of your notebook. We should. That would be cool. Here, I'll, I'll take a picture of my... Um, Boomer's Asylum. No! I also wrote down the name Callie because the mechanic Callie looks exactly like my friend Rachel. It's really freaky. I'm taking a picture of this right now. Here we go. Done. Oh, whoops. I hit the mic. Pictured. Pictured. Cool. Tweet. Okay, so um, speaking of Twitter... We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. So send us a tweet at Nerd Novice. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. You want to talk about shoes? I just bought some. We want to talk about Battlestar Galactica? We could do that. You want to talk about, you want to just tell us so say we all? You could do that too. That's cool. By your command. Fracking whatever you want, man. Mm-hmm. Frack it up, frackers. Frack that fracking frack up. Oh, that should be our swear word on this show. I keep wanting to say swear words. In yeah. There. Frack it. There we go. Frack it. Um, so frack we all. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right. What else? Julio. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes. That would be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Review the show. Leave a star rating if you enjoy it. Please tell your friends. Um, we want to get more and more word. listeners. We're doing, the show is doing really well. Mm-hmm. And we want to keep that momentum going and get even more people listening so tell your friends send us an email Mm -hmm. you can send your long form or short form thoughts Mm -hmm. manifestos nerdnovice at gmail.com you can follow me directly on twitter i'm j metzendorf j letter j m e t z e n d o r f yep and i'm at megan paletti on twitter and also in real life that is my line that i say you can figure out how to spell it. Right. Do it yourself. It's okay to DIY. learn how to spell. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So that's that about wraps it up, I think. That I'm is. excited. I'm excited and a little nervous to keep watching the show because I think I'm going to pee my pants a little bit, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. Every day for me. Wear a diaper. <laughs> Depends. Not kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye.